Memory Edition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bitch. Can you believe we've been doing this show for a whole year? God damn, it's hot outside. It feels like longer. <laughs> I know. It feels like we've been doing this show for 10 years. It feels yeah. like we've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe a year and a half? Yeah. yeah. Roughly? Yeah, roughly. No, uh, but line. we're here. We've made it. Yeah. We're doing this goddamn thing. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah. We're making it happen. For you to make your dreams realized. Am I talking to Ari or our audience? Uh, I Find think out next week on Dragon Ball Z. I think you're talking to the audience. Yeah. Because, of course, their dreams to hear three people talk yeah. about Supernatural. <laughs> Their dreams are already coming true. Yeah. You know who you are, patrons. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you keep the show afloat. Uh, Your money keeps so us away from our knives to our throats. Not yeah. only is it our one-year anniversary, not only are we recording this in July, which are, is our one-year recording anniversary. Yes. How, honestly, and it's going to come out in November, which is our one-year release anniversary. It's kind of crazy because... It's not going to line up totally because I think this one comes out in like November 8th. Okay, so a something. couple days after uh, the first. After, be, yeah. Because like I think the episode 7 comes out like the week before November starts and mm. then, or so, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's so fuzzy. far it's, away. It's we map. have to yeah. like check yeah. the schedule. It's yeah. a little fuzzy, but we are, you know, it's our one year recording anniversary and it falls in within the first, you know, week and a half of November. Yeah. So it's also our one year releasing anniversary as yeah. well. It's, yeah. It's funny how it all kind of came together. It feels it it feels like this is fate. Because yeah. it's also <laughs> one of the best episodes of season three of Very Supernatural Christmas. And oh the only God. Christmas special that Supernatural ever did. Yeah. So... Wait, I'm is pumped. It's, it's yeah. the only one they did? The yes. only one. They do not have another Christmas episode. This show has been on the air for 25 years. Yeah. And Y'all, <laughs> and what if season 14 is exclusively Christmas episodes yeah. to make up for it? <laughs> From experience. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll never. season 14 isn't out yeah. yet, so we won't be able to tell yeah, for we'll, another couple of months. Do yeah. they do, do they have other like holiday-themed episodes? No. Well, I guess every episode is kind of a Halloween episode. Yeah. Well, Te- yeah, in a loose fucking sense. Yeah. I mean, they all deal with ghouls and ghosts and goblins. Yeah. Um, but no, not really. Like, Supernatural writers, are you listening? No. Fourth of July themed episode. <laughs> a leap day episode with that character from 30 Rock. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. My... Honestly, my favorite holiday episode, the Leap Day episode of 30 Rock. <laughs> um, but that brings us to a very important question. What's that? This is a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite we 4th all of July celebrate. <laughs> What's your favorite 4th of July? Uh, Leap Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Independence Day, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That That's the one, right? Is there another 4th of July movie? Born on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> My favorite Fourth of July movie, Inherit the Wind, because it reminds me of what it means to be a true American. Yeah, there you go. Braveheart. Mm. The Patriot. <laughs> it's the same goddamn movie. Yeah, pretty fucking much. Oh, my God. When Heath Ledger died in that movie. It's sad. It's who sad... knew that it was a prediction? Yeah. That it predicted the... Oh. I did wow. not know where to go with this reference, and I had some bad thoughts. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So what are y'all's favorite Christmas movies or holiday movies 
I mean, we're, we all celebrate yeah. Christmas, so I think don't my, come out with like the littlest Tonica angel yeah. or whatever. But, you know, the, the tiniest menorah. Yeah. Eight crazy nights, I guess. Ben, ben wants to say his answer. Okay, what's your? Uh, you, well, Ben, you gonna talk? You gonna say something? No. Oh, yeah, so keep going. No, I'm good. No, all right, it's fine. Yeah, we're just gonna keep interrupting. I think mine is. <laughs> ben, wait, Ben, say that again. I didn't hear you. Mine is really easy. Okay, hit it's, me. It's Die Hard. Uh, ben, what did Ari say about Die Hard before we started? No. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Mine are like. Fucking bad Santa, Nightmare Before Christmas. Of fucking course it is. Yeah, of course it's bad. Santa. And Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Okay. All right. That last one is the one I watch every year. It's not Christmas season until I watch Christmas Vacation. There if you I go. were a betting man, yeah, I would have made a little bet with Travis before we started recording. That I would have said mm-hmm. one of those three movies. That you would have said. I knew you were going to say Christmas Vacation. Like yeah. it wasn't even. A, I knew it. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Travis? Mine. All right, I'm gonna like straight up no no irony or anything. A Christmas Story. Yeah, that's a good I one. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah, I really like You'll the shoot your eye out. the play version of A Christmas Story. I did not know there was a play version. There was, and my dad has been in it twice. Nice as who? Um, the first time it was when I was in middle school. He was the dad. Nice. And then the second time was just this past year. Oh. He was old Robbie. Or no, what's the main character in a Christmas story? Uh the kid? Fuck. He was the narrator. He oh, was the narrator. Okay, he was the narrator. Which is the grown up version of Yeah. Yeah. Um the main Ralphie, character. Ralphie Ralphie, 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 Ralphie. Is his brother named Robbie? No, his brother I can't remember. Yeah, who the fuck? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not like you watch the movie once. But again. yeah, I I love that movie. I like when Christmas it, Christmas Day. I turn the TV on to TBS or whatever channel plays it twenty four seven on Christmas Day. Yeah. It, the TV does not turn off. My dad does that. He'll flip between that and the Twilight Zone marathon. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love the Twilight Zone marathon. And then I also have uh, kind of a runner up to that is the. Um, film adaptation of Terry Pratchett's Hogfather. <gasps> That's good. Which yes. is fucking fantastic, although it is 10,000 years long because they put like pretty much everything, everything, everything in the yeah. plot is in that. Which, like, it, it's this Oops. studio that's been doing Discworld adaptations. They've done The Color of Magic and The Light Fantastic. Yeah. And they did Hogfather and they did Going Postal. And they are it, it, it's kind of like two two part two 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 part things, and but they're so long because they're for like television too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they put in every detail. I didn't know it's that they awesome. had done an adaptation of Going Postal, and I'm gonna need that to one's on Netflix. Really? Or it, it was a couple years ago when I watched it. All right, I'm gonna have to find it because yeah. I yeah. love that book. And I love Hogfather, but I've seen yeah. that. I've seen Hogfather that. is definitely one of my favorite Discworld books. Yes, and this this film adaptation is great. They get the look of death down. I think Christopher Lee does death. Yes, you're right. And um, or he, I think he does death in Hogfather, but they've had several different people do death. Hogfather truly represents, possibly more than any other Christmas movie, truly represents the spirit of Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Like. You know, in a way that no other Christmas movie ever has or ever will again. I'm not uh, saying anything because I have no idea what the fuck oh you're talking man. about. Oh, but man. It's yeah. so good. I believe it's good because I understand Terry Pratchett wrote amazing <clears throat> works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the best way to describe it as simply as possible 
is an assassin wants to kill a god. So he gets people to stop believing in the Hogfather, who is mm. basically Santa. Yeah. And because of that, it's kind of like a, a Peter Pan fairy situation. Okay. The more, the more people believe in a god, the more powerful he is. That's, okay. that's for true of all Discworld guys. Oh, yeah. And so the Hogfather disappears, and it's causing like a rip in the time continuum. So Death decides to take up the reins <laughs> as the Hogfather. God damn. <laughs> Death being the best death in anything yes. ever. Uh, my favorite. The, there's an interaction where he is like in a toy shop, and he is like sitting children on their knee, going, "What would you like for Christmas?" Ah. And this this one little girl goes, "I want a sword," and he yes. just gives the girl a sword. <laughs> and the parents are like, "You can't give her a sword." He's She's like, a why, child. Why not? She's a child. It's dangerous. And then like, death goes. Then he, she will she learn, learn a very a important, important lesson. lesson. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that, that book is so good. It has Susan in it. Yeah. Who is really excellent. She's death's granddaughter. Okay. And she's a total fucking badass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Would highly recommend the movie. That's also where I get my uh, my screen name for online stuff. Tea time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because there's a character that's not how it's pronounced. Yeah, (laughs) there's a character. His name is Teatema, Teateme. Yeah, but everyone keeps calling him Mr. Tea Time. (laughs) (laughs) How it's spelled. All right. What's your favorite? Sorry. Well, I really do love A Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I feel like that movie gets a lot of flack because Mm -hmm. hot topic. Yeah. But one, get over yourselves. Hot Topic is a godsend to all emo teenagers everywhere. And yeah. It's fine. Who and gives it, a well, shit? Well, I mean, now it's a godsend to all emo nerds everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And um, uh, it really is like a good movie. Henry. Mm. Oh, Se- absolutely. Yeah, Henry Selleck is a master at animation. And Nightmare Before Christmas is, I mean, I can't watch it like all the time or every year. But mm-hmm. every once in a while, give it a watch. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Um, but then my other answer is a movie called A Little Shop Around the Corner. I feel like I've heard of that. You probably have. So have you heard of the movie You've Got Mail? Yeah. yeah. Or have you seen it? Okay, You've Got Mail is a uh, adapt- is the modern day adaptation of A Little Shop Around the Corner. Oh. It is about these two. So it's set in like 1930s. <laughs> Over the rain. I don't remember the. I don't remember what country it's set in, but it's an Eastern European country, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, the shop worker named George, is in a pin pal relationship with uh, this woman who he doesn't know, and mm. they have finally decided to meet right before Christmas. Nice. Oh shit! At the same time, a young woman named Amelia has started working at the store that he George works at, and they hate each other. But, and you can all see where this is going, yeah. mm-hmm. Amelia is the woman who he has been writing to and he doesn't know it. And oh. he, so when they meet up, he realizes that that's who that is. And then they become better friends and slowly start a relationship. And it's all like set around Christmas. And it was ad- adapted into one of my favorite musicals called She Loves Me. And it's 
It's ah, really good. Yeah. Nice. And I love it. It's I, Jimmy Stewart's in the movie. He plays George. Ah. Doing his best Jimmy Stewart impression. I feel like he was like always nine times out of ten, Jimmy Stewart's characters were named George. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, none of us said it's a wonderful life. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those things where is It's a Wonderful Life actually a Christmas movie? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Set around Christmas. Well, because I know one of the reasons that it, like, just, it became popular is because a TV station needed programming around Christmas time, and this movie, when it came out, was not very well received yeah and the yeah. copyright lapsed yeah the yeah. copyright lapsed so they just started playing it and now that now it's like a christmas tradition yeah i hate it's a wonderful life really i can't watch that fucking movie i don't think i've ever seen it all the way through i hate the i'm sad well why don't you see what life would be like if you weren't around like yeah. I, I i hate that trope so much mm. you know what i mean what other christmas movies do you hate Ooh, are we going to do Christmas movies we hate? I mean, yeah. we are now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to guess yours. Okay, guess mine. Charlie Brown Christmas. I mean, I'm not a fan, but that's because I'm not a fan of any Peanuts properties. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate... Like... Uh... Hmm. Well, it's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. That's my main answer. Yeah. I can't think of any of the others. Uh, I hate when people try to be funny and say Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, it is a Christmas movie. Like, I get that, but... It's, it's both centered around... It's a Christmas movie in the same sense that... Well, I was going to say Bad Santa, but... Like, Bad Santa is like Shaun of the Dead. It's both Christmas movie and just a really dirty comedy. Yeah. Jack Frost. Yeah, it's a bad oh movie. yeah, that movie is not. Oh, the one about not the, great. where the dad turns into a snowman. Yes. Yeah, well, his dad, the dad dies. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. the road as a musician, he like gets hit by a car, and then his spirit gets stuck into a snowman. stuck in a snowman or something. Oh, also the Polar Express. The Polar Express is all right. It's I saw that movie a lot. Last year, last Christmas. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah, I know why. (laughs) Six months ago. And uh, I literally, honestly, the story, not that bad. Although it is one of those things where it's like. It's based on a children's book. The children's children's book is fine. It's a really sweet story about a kid who's kind of on the fence about Santa Claus and wants proof. Um, He goes, he ends up, you know, seeing this train that takes him and his sister to the North Pole and when he gets there, Santa asks him what is he, he 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 gets the chance to choose the first Christmas gift of the season. Yeah, Santa asks him what he wants, and he wants a bell, and uh, to 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 kind of have proof that this happened that Santa existed. And he you know wakes up the next morning and he goes down and the bell's down under the tree and it rings, but only the children can hear it; their parents can't. Yeah, and the idea is. You can only hear it while you still believe in Santa Claus. Mm. So the movie suffers from we're trying to adapt a kid's <clears throat> picture book. Right. And so now we have to extend the story to 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
See, because in and the, I don't like that. Yeah. In the movie, doesn't he either like find he like finds the bell or someone gives him the bell? Well, Santa still gives him the bell, but he doesn't loses he? it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Which might happen in the original children's book. I don't remember, but, but it, it turns into a whole it, thing. He makes it all the way to Santa again, or yeah. something, and then which the, takes like an hour. The first, the first gift of Christmas is the kid giving the bell back to Santa. In the movie. In the movie. Something that like sounds that. Right, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But I, the one thing I like in that movie is is actually Santa's voice. Tom Hanks. Yeah, well, it's Tom Hanks, and not only is it Tom Hanks, but the way they mixed his voice, it's so like deep and boomy, and it's almost it's like a larger than life, like this yeah. mythical Santa is larger than life because he like his voice just encompasses the mix of the movie. Yeah, and well, that's why Tim Allen was a terrible Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really like the Santa Claus. Yeah. Like that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tim Allen was not a great Santa Claus, but that's kind of the point of yeah. the movie. <laughs> that's the point, is that he was a bad Santa <laughs> he Claus. He was a bad Santa Claus. He wasn't Claus. as bad as Billy Bob Thornton, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't a criminal, yeah. so... Yeah. That's the point of bad Santa. Yeah. 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 Um... But I, but the other thing I don't like about the Polar Express is the animation style. Yeah. Really? I just think it's hideous. It, it's not great. It's pseudo-hyper-realistic, and it's just god Which awful. is the thing. That's a thing that people yeah. were doing. Like, mm-hmm. I get it's a trend and not a mistake on the part of the animators. Like, they weren't yeah. incompetent. Nobody in the making of this movie was incompetent. Yeah, I just don't like, like that it style. it looks that way on purpose. Exactly, yeah. which makes it worse to me. And But the one thing I did like about it is the this music is beautiful. Yeah. The music is really good. All of the music is gorgeous, and I would listen to it at any time. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, that's a, so that's a Christmas movie I don't like. What about uh, you guys? So I don't have a Christmas movie that I don't like because I, I don't watch a lot of Christmas. I watch The Christmas Story and I watch Hogfather. That's it. I don't go looking for other Christmas movies. It's a good movies. move. Fair enough. Good move. But I Polar have a Express thing. was on about a billion times <laughs> while I was at work. That's yeah. how I saw it. So on I was Hallmark like, fucking hell. <laughs> well, it's not... Even that is too good for the Hallmark Channel. Oh, I don't yeah. even want to get into Hallmark Channel Christmas movies because they're... Yeah, Yeah. but I don't have a Christmas movie that I hate, but I do have a thing about Christmas music. Not that I hate Christmas music, but there are songs that are considered Christmas songs that I don't understand why. Oh, like? (laughs) Like, for example, The Peanuts, Linus, and Lucy. I know it's because of Charlie Brown Christmas. That Uh. song... Not necessarily a Christmas song. That's the ba da da ba da da ba ba. Okay, yeah, yeah. Some one song I still remember how to play on piano. That's not a Christmas song. Fair enough. Not a Christmas song. Second song that is not a Christmas song. My favorite things from the You're right. Not a Christmas song. You're right. Just because it mentions bows on packages. Does not mean that it's talking about Christmas. Well, the people who made that Christmas song conveniently forgot that uh, birthdays exist. Yeah. yeah. You also get a gift at any time. I can get you a gift right now. Oh, and I guess... And it's uh, a knuckle snow, sandwich. Snowflakes yeah. on my eyelashes. That's yeah. the other thing. Well, yeah. it snows in Austria but, a lot. Yeah, in Austria, it snows a lot. <laughs> yeah. It just snows a lot, not around Christmas. Yep. Here, here, Here's a present for you. You want me to open it for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always good to do a visual. Then gave Aria a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, expecting a different thing. Other thing. Expecting Ben to hit me. Other <laughs> thing that's not a Christmas song. It's kind of a Christmas. I mean, it makes sense in a slightly religious standpoint. Ave Maria. 
Beautiful song. Beautiful song. Not it played Christmas. at my grandfather's funeral. It's not a Christmas song. Did your it... granddad die at Christmas? No, he well, he died a little after Christmas. <laughs> but I mean, I guess... <laughs> I guess Aubrey but, uh, Maria does make sense as a Christmas song because it Christmas is about song, Mary. Yeah, like I said, in a, in a religious standpoint for Christmas, it makes a little sense because it is about Mary, but it's not a Christmas song. Yeah. Know? I fucking hate the goddamn song about the hippopotamus. Also, I just don't I like Christmas songs. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. See, I love Christmas songs. Yeah. These are the two types of Christmas songs I like. Does Bing Crosby sing it? Yeah. yeah. Is does, it a religious song? Does anyone who is alive in the 1930s and 40s sing it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, those are good, and the Bad Religion covers of a lot of those songs are really good, and I enjoy those. And yeah, I love yeah, yeah. ironic Christmas songs like A Santa Cause. Those albums are phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, no. How do you feel about trap Christmas music? I'd, I'd I feel like that's a trap that. question. Um, I have some bands I can, or not bands, but rappers I can suggest. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd drive around town listening to some trap Christmas. How do you feel about the Hanukkah channel, the serious channel that becomes available during the holidays, <laughs> where they sing what? Hanukkah songs? <laughs> Is it just the eight crazy nights soundtrack? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's not good. That movie is yeah, not yeah, good. That movie's not good. Fuck you, I enjoy it. An old man eats reindeer shit. Like uh God, we're really scraping at the bottom of the shit barrel yeah. for that. How about you, Ben? Favorite least favorite Christmas movies? Uh Honestly, I'm not crazy about the Tim Allen Christmas movies. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Uh my least favorite? Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That one's yes. not great. Yeah. Oh, you mean the cart like the, <laughs> the animated cartoon. movie? Yeah, the shitty animated cartoon. Movie. Yeah. First of all, we some of the worst animation something. I've ever seen. Let's do that for a thing. Let's do it. I'm down. Yeah. The worst songs I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Car- Grandma got over run over by the ra- by a reindeer on its own is a bad song. Oh yeah. Willie Nelson, the narrator in that. Probably. Or another country singer? I hope not. Or am I just... I like Willie Nelson. I mean, honestly, I can imagine... I could see the... Whoever recorded the Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, I can see them being the narrator for it because that's just like a layer of irony. Yeah. Or like a meta kind of thing. But yeah, that... Oof. Well, the... It came out... It it was... uh, The song comes from Elmo and Patsy... Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I forgot my other favorite Christmas movie, All of the Other Reindeer. Mm. I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, man. When you put in Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer into Google, the next similar song is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. It all comes together. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's another song I'm not fond of. It is a Christmas song. All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of Yeah. Mostly because I uh, I was not a very cute child. I was not the I was not the kid that had both of my front teeth missing at the same time. You know how that's like a thing. Yeah, I was that child. Yeah, my I mostly because like my teeth broke. One then the other. Yeah. I, I was missing two of my front teeth twice. <laughs> um, as a child. <laughs> Sounds like a rough. And life. both times, my grandfather sang that song. Wow, you made my joke even worse. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, least favorite Christmas songs for me, uh, all the ones we've mentioned. Yeah. Also, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I'm, I'm a fan of Christmas music. I, yeah, I like yeah. some Christmas. I like Christmas music. I'm the, uh, yeah, I feel like Travis and Travis, I feel like we're the odd ones out as far as like people yeah. our age. Because a lot of people our age don't seem to like Christmas music. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I love it. I, like, I love all the religious holiday songs. Mm-hmm. I love the, you know, the older yeah. ones. <laughs> when I had a job uh, delivering office supplies and uh, copy paper. Yeah. The, uh, we uh, worked like. Christmas fell on like a weekend or something, so we had like a four day weekend. But I still had to work like Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, but so like the whole week of Christmas, I would deliver all my stuff. I had a Santa hat, yeah. and I just played Christmas music all the time. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. It's adorable. Yeah. Uh, the only time I ever listened to the adult contemporary music station in our um or the easy listening station in yeah. our town is during the month of december right because, because they, they play, play christmas, christmas music the whole month mm-hmm. let me tell you why i hate christmas music hit me hit because me with that reason every december actually every uh day after thanksgiving yep since i was like a little kid sure that's what my parents did stuck it on 96.9 yep never left that goddamn station for Hell a month yeah that sounds delightful to I've me. Starts the day after Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. yeah I'm, I'm good. No. Let's go see Christmas lights this year. Oh, let's do it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Travis. Yeah. This episode is called A Very Supernatural Christmas. Okay. What's it about? All right. Um, Sam and Dean are going to be uh, doing, doing a job. Doing the do. And uh, there's... There's this gun that Dean sees, and he's like, oh, man, I really want to get that. But it's like being, like, a monster has it. Yeah. A monster has this gun, so he can't get it. But, uh, so he, like, that's, he's going through, and he's, like, trying to defeat the monster to get the gun, and he finally gets the gun, but then Sam takes it away from him, and he's like, Dean, you can't have this gun. Is this you, a Trigun? You will shoot your eye out. Ah, <laughs> I knew it was going to be a thing. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye Okay. I don't know if that's going to happen, Travis. Actually, it does. But if if it yeah. does, we'll talk about it. All right. In like Whee! a minute. Yeah. <laughs> We're in like 42 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We made it. Just barely. Oh, my God. By the skin of our gingerbread teeth. We lost some fingernails there. But, oh. uh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the only time I've been like, uh, 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 to like supernatural yeah. gore. That That's one of my like things. Is I, I yeah. hate I hate seeing like hand and finger yeah, yeah, yeah. injuries yeah, because yeah. like I use my hands and fingers all the time yeah. as like a musician and audio engineer. So, so I'm like, it's just a constant yeah. fear of losing it or have you lost one before? Lose uh, what my fingers? I uh, have no, all ten fingers. No, a fingernail. <laughs> a fingernail. I actually have not lost my fingernails. I almost lost both of my toenails one time. I that thought sucks. your fingers were robot fingers. And that you had lost mm. some of them. I thought they were robot chicken. In the war. <laughs> oh yes, the cyborg war. Um. <laughs> That's the name of it, robot chicken. Actually, uh, it was against the Cybermen and the Cybermen. 
don't think this joke's gonna go very well, but uh Spit. <laughs> Don't think this joke's gonna go well. <laughs> this chair is too awkward. Okay, how about this? There you go. Okay. Don't think this joke's gonna go very well, but uh it's actually having flashbacks to the titty wars the other day. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Uh, there was a woman breastfeeding out in public. Oh, <laughs> this, yeah. Caused me to have flashback to the, the war of the breast. Could you could you make us abreast of the situation? <laughs> you see, back in 1945. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the battle of uh, the battle of the bulge? Oh yes. It was well. The, I mean, you heard the battle about of all the two bulge. bulges. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at my own joke. Fuck both of you. <laughs> the, the, but, well, a lot of people don't realize this, but the titty wars actually led to the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> so. We're showing brain? Is that what we're talking about? The Battle of the Bulge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, we watched the only Christmas special that Supernatural has ever done. It was wonderful. The only one worth watching. Um, indeed. <laughs> and it was great. It was a delight. I fucking love it. Uh, the guy that played... What was his name? Did he have a name? Well, it was Mr. Kerrigan. Oh, Mr. Kerrigan, yeah. I think his name was Harold. Or Bang. Harold Bang. Kerrigan. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't uh, that have a nice pagan ring to it? Honestly, yeah. both of the Kerrigans, delightful. Yeah. yeah. I mean... So, so delightful. They Because they, they are the Leave it to Beaver family. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they come out and they're like... Honey, did you get the door? Are there carolers around? Oh, sweetie, don't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fudge. Oh, fudge. And, um, of course, they are actually, well. They're, they're gods. They're, yeah. they're Pagan gods. Pagan gods. By the way, Dean has met some gods. Yeah. yeah. Still, still an atheist. <laughs> Dean has killed God. Yeah. And he's just like. So did Nietzsche. Well, no, he was just, he just announced it. <laughs> yeah, Nietzsche's the he one was who the, tweeted he, about he, it. He was the, <laughs> yeah, he was the, he was the messenger. Yeah. Uh, I like to think he was the shot around the yeah. world. Just Twi- Twitter's been around forever. Post. The tweet read around the world. Yep. Uh, hey guys, welcome to my vlog. I have some very big news. Yeah. Welcome. God is dead and man killed him. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Nietzsche News Bites. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this episode is sponsored by Squarespace. (laughs) (laughs) Squarespace and Blue Apron. Yeah, yeah. I use Squarespace all the time uh, for my website website about the futility of human existence and fucking your sister. (laughs) (laughs) There's an entire section about how I don't believe women are people. (laughs) Oh my god. For Uber Minches <laughs> <Yeah>. only. <laughs> oh shit. F U O. Why do people keep calling me Nazi? I'm not a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nietzsche. <Yeah>. Nietzsche. <laughs> Nietzsche. 
It's like Nate cheese. All right. <laughs> All right. This, yeah, this we, yeah. it's gone on too long. There were All no right. rails. We're good. We we're, we did it. We're yep. did. Hey, we got are we there. Just put, aren't we just putting off talking about the episode? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah we yeah, are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this episode so many times, and I've, the truth is yeah. that I've have. <laughs> is true. Like yeah. that it is Christmas time, despite yeah. the fact that they. Most certainly filmed this in the summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. This 55-degree Michigan weather. <laughs> right. Michigan weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, – so, yeah, it's set in Michigan, and the first thing is that there's no snow on the ground. There's, you know – Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. It's a Ypsilinti, Michigan. Ypsilinti. Yes. That is quite a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. It's like you just took a scoop of spaghetti or uh, alphabets. And um, all these men are disappearing. Uh, the very first victim is – Santa, this grandpa dressed yeah. up as Santa. Yeah. Well, this very was a, upsetting. It was a flashback victim, actually. Oh yeah, that was in Seattle. Yeah, where they were before they moved to Michigan. Before yeah. the Americans moved to Michigan, so Sam and Dean are on the case, and Sam first thinks it's Krampus, and so they suspect it's this like bad Santa yeah. type. Yeah, you know this guy who dresses up as Santa Claus, and honestly, he's almost I certainly wish, a pedophile. I wish this had been a Krampus episode. I yeah. think that would have been amazing. That would have been right? cool as hell. But instead, we got a Charlie horse. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No Krampus. <laughs> Charlie horse got a cramp. He was limping, so it works. Oh man, I get Charlie horses all the time, and they are not comfortable. Exactly, they are not great. They're up. Um, yeah, and it turns out it's not him, and he's just like a piece of shit. Yeah, and they realize that the wreaths there's this there's this type of wreath that's been in everybody's house. It's all meadow sweet. Yeah, and uh, they find themselves the wreaths, and it turns out it's this like very sweet old midwestern couple. Seemingly sweet. Seemingly, oh yeah, they do murder people, so yeah. not very. Yeah. Not very nice, actually. I do kind of wish some like super from, like the movie Krampus, like some weird, crazy LV shit had happened. Mm-hmm. Like just something burst out of that giant gingerbread house on the table. <laughs> oh man, that'd have been cool. Yeah. Oh, honestly, the the fight scene with the Kerrigans versus Sam and Dean, like at the very end before yeah. they killed them. One of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. great. So, well, so bad. It was like they were filming it actually in somebody's Christmas house. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't want to, like, destroy all of the hup, decorations. Hup, 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 hup. That is a precious moment over there. They don't even make that figurine <laughs> yeah. anymore. And by God, if you break it, you are not going to have to worry about Krampus this year. All right? <laughs> I will be your Krampus. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Mrs. Weasley. We got it. All right. <laughs> Mrs. Molly Weasley was the first name I thought of. Yeah. And it seemed per- it seemed most appropriate. Yeah. Because yeah. you apropos. know that bitch puts on an awesome Christmas. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry I called you a bitch, Molly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, mom. I mean, Molly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, but yeah. So, and then they they kill the Kerrigans, and then they celebrate uh, Christmas. Possibly the style. last Christmas that Dean's ever gonna have. Yeah. Oh man. It's more like a loose Chester win uh, Christmas. Was, oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there was this whole thing throughout the episode where it was like Dean all of a sudden wants to celebrate Christmas, and Sam was like, "Dude, what?" What the you, shit? You hate Christmas. What's going on with this? And then Dean's like, "It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be my last Christmas." <laughs> and Sam's like, "Chill out, bro." Wait, okay. what do you sound like? It's gonna be my last Christmas. <laughs> I want you to sing "Last Christmas 
You gave me my heart. Oh, no, in that voice. That's too much. I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Dean has ever sounded like that in his goddamn... Even when his brother died, I don't think he'd ever sounded like that. Oh, yeah, you're right. You gave me all I thought you were going to go, I swear to Sam. God. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to go, Sam. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> and uh, Sam does not want to celebrate because it is going to be Dean's last Christmas. Yeah. But and he's having like PTSD flashbacks from when they're kids, which is understandable. Oh, that oh, whole, yeah. all the scenes with the child. God, the kids who play Sam and Dean. Delights. They are good. Like I'm like a like I'm just maybe I'm forcing something. <clears throat> but do you feel like all the flashbacks whenever we get those really awesome, cool transitions mm-hmm. back to Sam in like present day? Yeah. Do you think he was disassociating? Is maybe. that what they were trying to convey? Maybe. I mean he definitely was out of it because he would yeah. see something that reminds him of their shitty childhood Christmases. And then he would... And then he just kind of like, he, you know, he would... The flashback would happen, and then we get a shot of Sam, like, staring off in the yeah, middle Yeah, he'd distance. just be, like, zoning out. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and this is the Christmas that Sam remembers is the yeah. Christmas that he find, the, the When he found out that monsters were real, and that's what his dad actually does. Yeah. And when he gave Dane the Samulet. A very important plot point later in the show. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and that San- and, and that Santa is not real. Yeah. So three huge things <laughs> happened that Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like we said those in backwards order, and we're sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's list them from most important realizations to least. All right. Yeah. Most important, Santa isn't real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna, uh, least important. Dad's a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who gives a shit, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the actors who play young Sam and Dean, and we'll see young Sam for a while. Yeah. Um, really good actors. Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, convincingly, like when Sam finds out that his dad fights monsters and that monsters are real, he's terrified that like they could all die, mm-hmm. and he like starts like it's very much like how I would expect a little kid to ask. Yeah. Without going like to full blown full blown trans- tantrum mm-hmm. mode. There's a fairly <clears throat> recent season where they actually get the kid that plays uh, Sam back. Really? And he's but like he's older, but he's grown up and he's older. Oh, so he plays. Like, he goes from like playing uh, Just, Sam when he's like as six, like teenager Sam. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of smart. And like they were like they just. That's pretty back. cool. That's some good good actor continuity yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it's just a small fun yeah. fact that I enjoy. That's pretty cool because. <laughs> It, in like uh, Lost, Lost begins with there's the child actor mm-hmm. in there. He's um, this guy's son, but he gets written out of the show mm-hmm. because he started to grow too fast. Like he hit a growth spurt, and then the next time he shows up in the show is like as a hallucinate as a hallucination because that's the only way they can explain how he went from being like four feet tall to almost six feet tall. Yeah. Jesus. Because Lost spanned uh, like... 30 years? No. Um, the, the show itself ran for like... Five, six Five years. or six years. Mm-hmm. So the kid was like 12, and then he was like 16 by the end. Like, that's when you hit your big growth spurt. So yeah. Right. It was like, how do we do we, that? Yeah. Because the, the the lore of the show itself only takes place within yeah, like two picking, or three years. Picking child actors for a property that's going to be filmed as they grow up, mm. real game of Russian route. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, that's how you end up with a short Harry Potter. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which thankfully has a very sad in-universe explanation yeah. for why he would be that short. Because he's malnourished. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But and then you also have great examples like um, Jeremy Shada, the voice of Finn oh, from Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that it also helps that Finn can be animated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the that look too. can change whenever they want it to. Finn. Finn can end up with a, I don't know, a plant for an arm one day just to come up with a crazy <laughs> example yeah. of something that would not happen in show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but what what I mean is, like, he went from using his real voice yeah. to actually, like, developing a voice for Finn. Mm. So, I don't know. So, earlier in the season, we found out that Dean's contract, not held by just, like, any Tom, Dick, or Joe. Yeah, not it's, any old crossroads demon. It's held by this apparently this like super demon dude who's like crazy powerful or whatever. The the boss. We don't really know. The yeah. crossroads boss. I'm expecting him to be or her. Or her, very important. To, to be, be quite one, the badass. Yeah. Quite the badass. She's gonna be terrifying to look at she or he but that's something that uh, <clears throat> you know it permeates keep... this entire season yeah so we'll keep getting this depressive subtext which is just like yeah. he's going to hell fucking mm-hmm. writer strikes am i right right fucking writer strikes um but yeah let's talk about this episode as a whole so what are things you liked about this episode i liked the the Christmassy vibe, I think it was yeah. they they did it really well. They fucking nailed that. Yeah, the the little like Christmas songs strewn throughout, like in the sound, like they straight up used some songs, and then they like had the the like background music just kind of have little quotes of Christmas in there as yeah. well. Some of the songs were diegetic, and some of the songs were non diegetic. I don't know what eating yogurt has to do with this music. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> were they, no. For our listeners, and were, definitely not our podcast hosts. Were they type one or type two diegetic? Okay. <laughs> For our listeners, and not my lovely co-hosts, who have a podcast where we talk about story and script structure... When something is diegetic, it means it takes place in the story literally. Okay. So if a radio is playing, yeah, right, that song that plays on the radio is diegetic. Okay. If it's non-diegetic, it means it's not literally happening in the story. Okay. I.e., most soundtracks. Gotcha. So do they still need an EpiPen? No, that's insulin. <laughs> I mean, they do need. I, I guess scriptwriters do need a type of pen. Yeah, a quill, if you will. Find me the scriptwriter. <laughs> Find me the asshole who edits his scripts with a quill. I have a quill, and I'll show you somebody who's about to get punched in the face. <laughs> Oh, she's going to hit me uh, again, guys. He actually writes all his scripts on a yellow legal notepad. Okay. We see you. Yeah. It's Starbucks with his macchiato. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listening to some cool jazz. <laughs> we see you. I thought you were going to say Sublime. Oh, even yeah. worse. 
I mean, if they're writing Supernatural, probably. Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast is sublime. Hey. I don't see what margaritas has to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I, um, I like the Christmas vibe and uh, just all the... I like Christmas. Yeah. I, of course, liked all the little brother moments. Yeah, those are fantastic. There's a lot of real good brother moments yeah. in this. Really nice brother moments. Sam's or Jared Padalecki's shitty drunk acting. I don't think it was. Sh- I don't think he was drunk. No, no, I'm not saying he was drunk. I'm saying it was bad drunk. Like he was bad at acting like he was drunk. I'm saying. I'm saying he. I don't think he was trying to act like he was drunk. He so was- in the last scene, Dean comes in and Sam has put on Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And he's made like a super alcoholic eggnog, which he's already kind of drinking. And he's being like, oh man, thanks for the Christmas presents, Dean. And it comes across as very forced. Oh yeah. And I think that's on purpose. Yeah. Because okay. I think he's trying to fake excitement when he's not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like when you get a present that you didn't really ask for and you don't really want. Or it's like a bad sweater that's a size too small. Yeah. Yeah, so Sam doesn't want to celebrate Christmas because he's super bummed out about Dean dying or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's so I think that's why he's gonna have to like kind of try to force this yeah. happiness, mm-hmm. and he's just I think it's kind of on purpose. Yeah. I don't I think he's trying that. to be drunk. Yeah. That being said, that ending scene. That was when have yourself a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I just, I cry Everton. <laughs> yeah. Everton. Tim. Uh, Every Tim Tebow. Look, that's, the lyrics of that song are, uh, have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Uh, through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. That's, that's, those are the words of that song? Those are yeah. the words! Wow. Yeah, it's a very depressing Christmas song. Was that yeah. song diagetic? <laughs> it, was, it was actually non-diagetic. Oh, okay. Uh, it was like the horse from Half-Baked. That, that horse it was, is diagetic! It was very cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Almost saccharine that they had it playing at that time, if you will. Um, saccharine blue. Yeah, so the song is, it's one of these sad Christmas songs, like Last Christmas or I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah. Or. One of those super sad Christmas songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like forlorn, like, yeah. you know what, shit's, the, the entire world is a shack of shit and life is going terribly, so yeah. we might as well have a good Christmas. Well, it's like the fucking, like the Peanuts Christmas song. Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always imagine that playing over like a fallout landscape. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not a very like upbeat song. In fact, Arrested Development used that as a sad moment. Like it's a it's a minor it's in a minor key and it's yeah. I mean it, it's got a like the the actual song has kind of a harmonious calmness to it yeah it's like the calm before the storm yeah but it's still kind of like sad yeah so here were the so the the song was written for meet me in st louis uh which stars judy garland and she sings Ah, it because they're essentially the it's it's like a love story and said at the turn of the century 
But uh, in St. Louis, there's this family, and Judy Garland's like one of the daughters, and she has a sister, Mm -hmm. and they are super sad because they're having to move out of St. Louis. Ah. So in the movie, Judy Garland sings that to her sister to be like, buck up, we'll have a good Christmas. Here were the original lyrics that were rejected. Oh. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. It may be your last. Next year, we may all be living in the past. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Pop that champagne cork. Next year, we may all be living in New York. No no good times like the olden days. Happy golden days of yore. Well, they kept those. Faithful friends who were dear to us will be near to us no more. Are you saying that Judy oh, Garland... okay, so the, the, that chorus part or the bridge part, they kept that, but instead of no more, they said once more. Yep. Are you saying that Judy Garland predicted Supernatural? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but at least we all will be together if the Lord allows. From now on, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. So the original tone of the song is, and they kind of keep that in the, yeah. the newer, the, the non-rejected version, but the original mm-hmm. tone of the song is, everything's going to shit, so we might as well enjoy our Christmas because it literally may be the last Christmas we ever have. Damn. We Damn. will be together, but only if we don't die next year in a horrible plane crash or whatever. Jeez. Or get dragged to hell. So, perfect song for Supernatural. Yeah, good one. And uh, one of my favorite Christmas songs, just in case you were like, what's Ari about? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Depression. Deep, dark sadness. Uh, Yeah, so then that starts playing at the end. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. Every time. Like, I'm pretty sure the first time I saw this episode, I I cried. Wow. Because, you know. Show could have been canceled at any moment. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel. Like, yeah. Did they have to write? Well, I guess not all of the episodes were written like that. But I feel like you know, towards the middle of the writer's strike, they were, they were all like, "Oh man, a lot of shows are getting canceled." Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Who's going to the shit can next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I feel. Oh wait, you know, never mind. Well, this is the this is the mid season finale. Yeah. So oh, okay. there was a very real chance that they would not have come back. Oh, right. So, yeah, this would have aired around Christmas time, and then it would have been break and yep. come back after January. Yeah, with hmm. uh, Malleus Maleficarum. Nice. Which is the next episode. Yeah. That we'll, we will be watching. Yeah. So, yeah, I really love that scene. It's fucking um, beautiful. Anything else we uh, did? Anything we didn't like? I don't. I don't, you know, I don't think so. Yeah. I think I generally liked everything in this episode. The red herring was good. It was, yeah. The yeah. red herring was Solid good. Solid red herring. Yeah. The bond was taller than he was. There really wasn't anything, yeah, for the first time, possibly in my entire life, I have little objections. No objections, yeah. really. If the show had ended here, like it didn't continue at all. I would have been very disappointed. I would have been very disappointed, but it, that at least would have been. Yeah, that would it. It would have been a good episode to set it off. Yeah, because at least it was kind of like in the episode. At least Dean was like, "This is my last year." Yeah. yeah. So it could. It would have. <clears throat> um. It would have been like the end of season two of Carnival. It would have fucking sucked. Yeah. But it still would have at least been a better send off than that. Um. Yeah. So getting back to the episode. Yeah. Kind of surprised. But I'm glad. I'm glad this is our one-year anniversary episode. Yeah, it's such a good episode. It's nice. Um, the 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 only time I have ever really had like a hardcore reaction to gore on the show. Oh yeah, with the fingernail. 
I love the dissonance between the super chipper cheery, and this isn't new. Supernatural is not reinventing the oh, wheel. Oh yeah, I mean, this no. this is a big. It's it's a trope. It's a trope. Where it's like you know, on the surface they're all a howdy doody. Whoops. Whoopsie, hey daisy. There, whoopsie daisy, we are really bad at pretending to be that suburban couple. And bad. Then, and then the door is closed, Co- and it's like, Christ. all right, human sacrifice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even then, they're super cheery fucking about it. It's like, oh, this oh, might yeah. pitch a bit, and then cuts them. Look, we've all seen Hot Fuzz, so yeah. we get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, people fucking love doing this. Uh, we could spend several hours talking about you know, the sort of violation of Christmas that takes place and how that is a thing in media. Yeah. And always has been. Are you saying we haven't? Um, I mean, not yet. Um, <laughs> uh, violation of Christmas is a weird way to phrase that. Are you... Yeah. Are you, are you uh, the, the, the images brought to mind by that phrase... They killed Santa! <laughs> oh, yeah. Which Sam kind of lampshades in the show. Uh... They're going to go in and kill who they think is Krampus, who's the bad Santa at that, you know, tree park or whatever. Yeah. He's just a very dysfunctional alcoholic. And Sam, uh, Sam basically goes, huh. And Dean's like, what? And Sam's like, oh, you're Mr. Christmas and you're about to go, you know, pop a cap in Santa's ass. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, the show, yeah, they they fucking get it. Yeah. And they know. Yeah. This goes in the, in with the, with the, um, Really like having fun with the show and the writing. And yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Like they they know what they're doing. This is yeah. in the ranks with like the Futurama Christmas episodes and yeah, oh, yeah. Other Good any Christmas episodes. Yeah, yeah, any show that's like uh, childhood sucks and innocence is dumb. So let's talk about the reality of life. Yeah, or what? and making fun of it. Whatever. Yeah. Let's make Santa evil. Damn right. Damn right. Um. But Santa's not really evil in this episode. He just doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 Like Jesus. I love Dean's Dean Dean's atheism comes back. Well, not really, but yeah. well, it, it, it's it's Dean has a weird atheism moment because yeah. Sam is the one explaining to Dean that Christmas has pagan roots. Yeah, yeah. While Dean, the known atheist yeah is like but christmas is jesus's birthday yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't think it's really and sam the known theist who prays every day yeah is like <laughs> well actually christmas you know jesus was probably born around in like april, april? or something yeah. but yeah. uh you know but christmas is like pagan actually yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> it's usually the other way around well yeah. very appropriate as you know sam doesn't even celebrate christmas in fact if I had a dollar for every time an atheist told me that Christmas had pagan roots, I could pay for this show. <laughs> for a month, Half of those dollars would come from me. <laughs> I could put, I could, I, I, I could take that money and donate it to patreon.com slash abcast and support the show. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Give us Christmas some love. Time. Give us some love. I mean, this year I will be celebrating Saturnalia, which of course is a festival for Saturn, uh, which was, you know, part of the pagan roots of Christmas actually come from. We get it. You're a <laughs> lesbian. <Yeah. laughs> we celebrate Uranalia here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. 
Anyways, <laughs> Travis gets it. But I Travis love I love the fact it. that um it's about eating ass. Uh, Thanks, <laughs> I love the Saturn would approve. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that Dean knows has killed gods. Yeah. Killed gods and is like, no, God doesn't exist. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I just uh, I love that so much. <laughs> And even, little spoiler, Travis, but yeah, okay. even after he literally meets angels, he's still <laughs> like, he's not like an atheist in that he doesn't believe that God exists. Right. But he's still like, God fucking sucks. Yeah. I'd punch him in the face if I could. Dean is a deist <clears throat> through and through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is basically what I call uh, atheism before the invention of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or the internet. So there are angels in the show. <laughs> hey, and the outfit. I can neither yeah. confirm nor deny. Yeah. Can't say shit, Travis. Yeah. And much like the angels in that movie, they're great about things that don't matter, but bad about <laughs> saving an orphan. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> bad about actually helping orphans. So, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, this, this episode, we've already talked about how good this episode is. Oh yeah. Really. Yeah. The only thing I guess I could kind of complain about gun to my head. If you're going to make me, if you're going to pull out my fingernails. If you're going to make us complain about supernatural. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on this podcast, something show I hate about doing. complaining about supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess I would say there were some weird shot reverse shots. There yeah. was. Yeah. Like there was this, like Sam and Dean were having a back and forth. And it was showing their faces, but the cameras were behind them because they were sitting on their beds in the motel. Well, they were in profile. Yeah, yeah. it was very strange. So they weren't close-ups on their f- straight on their faces. They were in profile, and it kept From going behind them. Yeah. yeah, and it kept going back and forth, and it was just like, okay, we get it. This is an intimate conversation where they're actually talking about their feelings. Can we get a wide shot now? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we show the room? Does Sam still have an, a lower the half of his body, or is that gone? But they did, did you do kinda... this because Jared Padalecki lost his legs. What's happening? <laughs> they did kind of do something interesting with that because they did the like Sam and Dean would have a conversation shot reverse shot, and then it would go to a flashback where a shot reverse shot conversation would happen. So, so they kind of did a little cool, it, you know, future past flashy yeah, thing with that. Maybe the first time you see it. Shot reverse shot is the... Uh, well, I mean, this is the first time I've seen this. Yeah. Shot reverse shot is the simplest way to film... Well, and I think one of the best ways to just film a scene where it literally all that happens is two characters have a conversation. Right. And typically, the shot changes from shot reverse shot when the tone or the subject matter or when something has changed in the scene. Right. So in this scene, Sam and Dean are talking about... Um, you know, why Sam doesn't want to celebrate Christmas and why Dean does. Mm-hmm. And then what kind of makes it weird is that it doesn't really, it changes, but the tone and subject matter don't change. Right. And then it goes straight back to that shot reverse shot. A much better example is when young Sam and young Dean were on the bed. Mm, yes. And Sam is having a little come apart about the fact that Santa isn't real. Yeah. Yep, the most important thing that's revealed yeah. in that scene. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Sam is having a come apart about the fact that his dad goes out and fight monsters and might die, and those monsters might come and kill Sam. Right. 
Um, and the scene, the shots change because the tone changes because Dean has kind of been like just very matter of factly, harshly explaining what's happening. And then he gets up, he goes and sits next to Sam to comfort him. And there, and therefore the shot changes from them, you know, sitting like hitting Sam's face straight on and then going back to Dean. So to, to, you know, so that Dean moves. So the scene propels forward. I'm not explaining this very well. Um, So that's like kind of a classic like shot reverse shot. And then change and, you know, changing it and so on and so forth, which I think is why. The they were the the first scene where Dean and Sam are talking about Christmas stuff, they're super close on their faces, and it's just that continuously for like a full minute. Yeah, I think it's trying to f- make you focus and understand that these <clears throat> children are our brothers that we've come to know and love. Like maybe that's it. Unfortunately, this was the first episode of Supernatural, and I didn't have any other evidence that they were brothers. Yeah, throughout like, the entire rest like, of the show. Like, I just, thought they were strangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I but, thought they were a gay couple. Yeah. <laughs> Looking both, for a wreath. Hey, yeah. I'm going to give some kudos to Supernatural. Sam and Dean went wreath shopping, and nobody, not one person, were like, yeah, you guys, uh, you queers looking for some fucking Christmas cigarettes? <laughs> you I, gay boys hanging out? Like, not once. And I'm just going to say... Thank you, Supernatural. I didn't like the joke of well, aren't you a fussy one? That one was. Oh yeah, that that was a little. That was a little like a. Uh... Well, okay, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But there were there were there were again some moments where every Sam was like interested in the reads and stuff, and everybody was like. I'm sorry. Why don't you just go chop down your own wreath? Yeah. Why don't you make a wreath out of the the animal skins that you hunt yeah. <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> For the beers you drink, boy. <clears throat> hey, listeners, Ben and I were having an argument during this episode, and I want you to tune in and give us your opinions yeah. if you agree with me. Yeah, comment if one if you agree with me. Comment wrong if you agree with Ari. Uh, <laughs> don't comment at all if you disagree with me. How about that? <laughs> If you want to comment, you can tweet at us at <laughs> Habcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, yeah. so Sam makes a Mary Poppins reference. Oh, yes. Oh, this is actually a pretty, pretty solid joke. Yeah. Dean's like, uh, so in the very beginning of the episode, Dean's like, so, what, so was this guy killed by an evil chimney sweep? And Sam goes, yep, it was Dick Van Dyke referencing Mary Poppins. Mary yeah. Poppins. Yeah. And Dean's like, what? The fuck? Sam's like, yeah, Dick Van Dick Van Dyke. Casa Dean, Erotica Dean doesn't yeah. know. Dean doesn't know. Uh, and then I was like, it's weird that the show keeps pushing this narrative. Yeah. That Dean only watches like fucking action movies and Dr. Sexy. That's yeah. going to come up later. Because uh, <laughs> in these early seasons, they seem to try. It's Is it Disney or a fairy tale? If it is heterosexual man's man's Dean doesn't know anything about it. But his gay boy brother might. So, And I was like, it's weird that John, who definitely had Uncle Disney babysit these kids, didn't, like, that Dean doesn't know, doesn't, like, I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't know who Dick Van Dyke is. Yeah, it's a maybe. Weird, it's just a 
like a weird thing that happens in the show, and I feel the need to comment on it every time. I feel like... Because it's happened twice in the season so and, far. And Ben... What? Okay. Ben stood up, yelled at me, yeah. flipped a table, yeah. and was like, no, that it does make sense, Ari, and you're stupid, and I hate you. All right, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. And so if you think Ben was wrong, <laughs> you caught, you tweet at him. Let me let me ask you this. Yeah, I don't even have me. a Twitter anymore. Oh, never What mind. What ages were the... Well, it's, it's at Mr. Fluffy Bunnies. I haven't changed it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that lazy. Sure. Uh, what, like, what years were, was Dean going through his formative years? Like, 5 to 12? Uh, early 80s to the 90s. So, like, mid to late 90s, right? Yeah. He would have been watching TV from, like, 90 to about 95, maybe, on the regular when he had to stay at hotels and watch Sam, right? He was born in... 82. 82. Oh, now I gotta look this shit up. So, it would be like, 85 to 90. Was there a Disney Channel in those years? Um, yes, yes. Well, yes, there were, but it also doesn't matter because Blockbuster existed, my friend. I'm not... I'm saying Dean probably didn't rent. And I'm saying John probably... He probably didn't rent them... Faces of Death. Oh, he was born in 1979. And Ooh, Sam was born was? in 1983. Dean was born oh. in 79. We oh, were yeah, way off on their ages. Yeah, so we're way off. So um, Where did I get 86 from? I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. But, oh, maybe we were going too early or too late. I don't fucking know. But, but I'm just saying if Dean had the, he had the remote, I'm guessing he's not choosing. I'm guessing he probably saw Mary Poppins once in like, Flushed it out with a bunch of Bruce Willis or Kurt Even Russell. Four-year-old. I mean, maybe I get that Dean at thirteen is like yeah. action movies and yeah. you know, I'm saying horror from, or whatever. But like, from like six to thirteen, I'm guessing when he had control of the remote, he wasn't watching the Disney Channel. Yeah, I mean, I remember you know having I mean, I, having alone time on the TV and being like. What kind of shit can I look at? Yeah, exactly. But I do believe Sam, young, sweet, innocent Sam, probably watched a ton of the Disney Channel. But Dean was also young, sweet, innocent. Dean once. Look, have you seen Mary Poppins? Once. Have you seen Mary Poppins? Multiple times. Would you watch it today? Uh, Absolutely. Would you watch it today? By choice? Yeah. No. Okay. See? I'm just saying. We're Sam and Dean. Yeah. Are you aware of the fact that Dick, despite the fact that you only seen it once, is it possible that you are aware of the fact that Dick Van Dyke was famously in Mary Poppins and that's just yeah. part of our culture now? I completely understand that, but look at when I was born and what ages I grew up and how normal, technically, of a household I grew up in. I am just saying. Yeah. Well, will you accept the fact that even if Dean had yeah. never seen Mary Poppins... I think it's fucking weird that he doesn't know who Dick Van Dyke is okay. because he has the most hilarious <laughs> name. You're you're right. Yeah. yeah. Two curse words. Yeah. But also, exactly. I think I th- I feel like you didn't bring up the most important part of this is Dean has a lot of knowledge of media. That's yeah. true. He is a movie buff. Yeah. yeah. So like, how does he not know about Mary Poppins? It's just I feel like I do, the show is pushing this. Yeah. I do narrative. agree with that. It's pushing a fucking narrative. Yeah. It's kind of believable for the universe. I mean, it's also. 
Okay, truthfully, listeners, not important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the second time this season where Dean has been like, I don't know about this thing yeah. that's perceived as girly yeah. and therefore Hashtag gay. Hashtag straight for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always with like weird Further. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like. It's like Snow White it's and not, Mary Poppins. Look, yeah. if, D, if Sam made a My Little Pony reference and Dean was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. I would be like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about, Sam? <laughs> I do think it would be an improvement on his character to be this hardcore badass, but... N- but a huge fan of fairy tales? Yeah. And yeah. folklore Absolutely. and shit like that. That would have been amazing. Also, makes sense for his goddamn character. Yeah. For his job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying is that the show's not the show is not having Sam be like into stuff that I would consider to be exceedingly girly. He's having the show's having Sam be like, Oh yeah, I know the basic story of Snow White and Mm. Dean react to that as if Sam is sucking a dick in front of him. It does fit the bill for how John wanted him to be. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then here's the, here's the theory. Here's what I'm proposing. Okay. Dean knows who Dick Van Dyke is and that he was in Mary Poppins. But to impress Dean, John. Dean's favorite movie is Mary Poppins now. <laughs> that is what I am choosing. Yeah. That is my headcanon. He, he's a huge fan of just the Van show. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's a great show. Yeah. Um, well, that's a joke because the Dick he, and Dyke are he can't. Hmm? He can't walk past uh, Sleeping Beauty without getting a little teary-eyed because that film is so beautiful to him. But he's afraid of being perceived as anything other than homose- heterosexual. So... He pretends not to like it. And I will say, this is some early season bullshit. Yeah. Later yeah. on in the show, Dean is, as a character, is much more comfortable with his sexuality. Like, you remember when Rod, Narado more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Rod for short. Yeah. Uh, said there's a lot of forced bullshit-ass drama. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I see it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw yeah. it in a few scenes in this episode. Yeah. But I want to accept yeah. it because I know what the show is trying to do. And I'm sure well, we'll see it and in, I, if, if farther into this season. Dear listeners, ponder with me, and co-hosts also ponder with me. Pondering. Is it possible that in the early seasons of the show, Supernatural, the creators of Supernatural and the writers kind of assumed that they would have a more male than female fan base? Yeah. But then, oopsie daisy, it's actually the people who are interested in the show are... Mainly chicks. Mainly women. So, as the show went on, and I think it's fair to say that Dean is probably the most popular character in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, as the, because I think there's this idea in like, I don't know, a Hollywood fat cat's head that the type of men that women are into, and of course, I am speaking in the broadest of strokes, and not all heterosexual and bisexual and pansexual women are the same. I can't speak for everyone. So please do not message me and be like, well, actually, I'm I'm totally into the Bruce Willis and Die Hard type. Like, I don't care about your personal preferences. Mm -hmm. I'm happy you have them, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's safe to say that there is this assumption that the type of men that women are into are these super buff masculine dudes who don't show emotion or whatever. Ben... Do not put your hand in front of your face as if to present yourself as this option. Because I did not do that. Yeah, don't don't bullshit you. me. Don't bullshit our audience. Uh, have you considered it moi? Yeah, I mean, if girls want people that don't show emotion, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The point is... Ed actually tall. Is that that, 
that to me is actually a male fantasy. Oh, fuck it. Heterosexual male fantasy. It's a heterosexual bullshit-ass male power fantasy. Right, right. And actually, what women are into are guys who aren't, like, not saying that masculinity is not attractive to several women, but that if you have a dude who is that 100% machismo type, it's not hot or attractive. It becomes a stereotype. So as the show gone has gone on, Dean has gone from the super, you know, 80s action hero stereotype to a more, like, Showing character who's yeah. able to be feminine. Yeah. Or have feminine attributes. I, not that reading fairy tales makes you feminine or whatever. Yeah. So Ari, how about we, we get them freaks? Okay, so mentioned in the episode... It's kind of implied that the Karakins are this pagan god named Holdnikar. Mm. Yeah, are they supposed to be both of them Holdnikar? Or I is, think so. Or is the the I husband Holdnikar? I is... think the husband is Hold and the wife is Nikar. Oh, okay. Well, they're gods. They're just so pagan gods. They can do whatever the fuck they. It it, it would if you if Supernatural. I watched so much anime that this is acceptable to me. But if Supernatural. <laughs> So if Supernatural were like, hey, this used these two people used to be one person, but they did some god shit and became a married couple, and one of them's male and one of them's female, uh, okay, I would be yeah. like, sure, why the fuck not? That makes sense to Sounds watch your own fucking right. back and e- shit. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And we got to pretend to be a married couple, and we've been around for thousands of years, blah, blah, blah. Like, just a hive mind. I wouldn't, I would accept that. So that's a possibility, but it, all, it doesn't really matter. Nice. Yeah. They were awesome, and I love them, and I wish they'd come back. Um, ask me... What a Nakar is. What? That uh, that sounds like a trap. What is a crane? <laughs> Not a god, I'll tell you that right now. Oh, yeah? The Nakar is a demon or spirit in Scandinavian, early Germanic, and Saxon mythology. Wow. There's a bunch of white people bullshit. Yeah. Malevolent water spirits mm. who drown people hmm. and hurt fishermen. Hmm. Interesting. Is this... They're goddamn mermaids, y'all. Oh. So pagan gods with a connection to Christmas? Not really. Not really. Yeah, that's a yeah. stretch. Um, but they uh do drag people to the bottom of the sea. They can control the weather. Mm. They cause like tempests and hurricanes and blizzards, so And I know what you're thinking. Ari, blizzards, that happens at Christmas time. Bitch, it's in Scandinavia. There's blizzards all the goddamn time. (laughs) They don't even have Dairy Queens. Yeah, they don't even... Right? Oh, my God. (laughs) Other type of blizzard. (laughs) So, uh, this is... I I feel safe in saying that this is another example of how Supernatural has just picked a name out of a hat and applied some bullshit to it. I think they they took a name, took a couple of things that made it work, and then hoped nobody would look it up. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's there's got to be some <clears throat> planning because holding the car sounds like old Nicholas, right? Right, right, right. Okay. And there are some uh, historians and mythologists, and you know those English people types, yeah. who believe that. Uh, Nicar inspired the name Nicholas for Saint Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, or the devil, who's also sometimes known as Old Nick. Um, I, I don't know. We, we really don't Is know. Is the devil referred to as Old Nick sometimes? Yeah. Yep. When? Where? Uh, uh, by old-timey Christians. He's really? also referred to as, as uh, Old Scratch. Yeah, Old Scratch. I've heard Old Scratch. Yeah. 
never heard those. Old Nick yeah, looks you crap. Also, I also never heard the fucking phrase, the devil is beating his wife and it's raining when it's sun shining. So I completely understand that you have not heard yeah. a whole lot of phrases. I also don't hang around Travis, with a lot of old people. you're deaf in one ear. I imagine you don't hear a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah I, I, yeah, I guess I just yeah. haven't spent a lot of time around old people who just talk about the devil. So yeah. Oh, well, spend a day in my shoes. <laughs> Grill saying. Yeah, come come work for me with me for a week. Yeah. You'll uh, hear about it a lot. Yeah. Uh, that being said, another thing the f- episode focused on were the pagan origins of Christmas. And as an atheist, yep. I am here to tell you that is pretty legit. Yeah. Another dollar in a jar. <laughs> yep. Yep. That we mentioned so, you show, sorry, I, I Oh my god, can we set up an atheist jar in the apartment, which is just for me? It's like a swear jar, but it's just for me whenever I like yeah. start talking about Christopher Hitchens or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you have that jar. I've got the Yu Show jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis has I've got the unhelpfulness jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. fill up the fastest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you don't put it in the jar. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't put I I actually just it's just a jar with a bunch of nickels around it. <laughs> Travis, now you owe the jar another nickel. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm. If you are a Christian who watches Supernatural, please let us know because I actually have been wanting to talk to a Christian about Supernatural for a very long time, hmm. uh, for other reasons, not to like burn them at the stake or whatever. Oh, okay, don't worry about it. But, um. Uh, I think it's safe to say that a lot of our listeners are non-believers. Uh, I guess so. So um, you guys probably already know the pagan origins, but yeah. the Christmas tree, the wreaths, uh, the, the the time that it's set, mm. those are all, you know, the Yule log. Mm. Those are all more pagany than not holly and ivy. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of that back in down in the Middle East. So yeah, mistletoe. Mistletoe. Which a lot of people don't know this. And uh, mistletoe actually used to be what you put up so that people wouldn't bring you fruitcakes. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I made that up. The now it's for smooching. Yeah. That reminds me. We're gonna put mistletoe up on our door. Uh please don't. Start climbing over that banister. I'm going to kiss yep. kiss everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Do that anyway. <laughs> all right. Done. Everybody's getting smooched. <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah, that's all I have to say. They kept talking about holly sweet. Like, that was the oh, hint. meadow sweet. That was the hint about uh, <clears throat> like what the monster actually was, was these wreaths made of holly sweet. And then while, while the Kerrigans are like trying to sacrifice Sam and Dean, they put these holly sweet... Necklaces around them, which I feel like. What? This meadow sweet. Meadow sweet. What do I keep saying? Holly Holly sweet. sweet. And I literally corrected you like three times. God damn it. I thought you were doing a bit. Yeah, I thought this was on purpose. Straight up. (laughs) Ah! No, so it was meadow sweet, and they got to put it around their necks. And I feel like that's just like a weird pagan god thing to like make them taste better it's just seasoning for the i looked up meadow sweet yeah. what does it smell like does it actually smell good 
Okay, I didn't find any Meadowsweet, so I don't know. <laughs> you, I would think you would see a description of it if you looked yeah. it up. No, did not. No, uh, fucking really. <laughs> I mean, I saw a description of it, but it, it didn't include scent. Um, mm. Also, I didn't look very hard because um, I didn't think I was going to get questioned about plants I'd never seen. Uh, and I did find out that it is used in, like, magic, like Wiccan stuff. Right. Apparently it's popular in, like, India as well. But was it used to lure people to their deaths? No. Oh, can I say something I really loved? Of, or I didn't find anything about that. Um, something I really loved about the episode is I love whenever there's a situation where there's the old gods versus like Christianity oh, and they yeah. bitch about the fact that they used to be like on the top <laughs> of the world. But then, but then, uh Oh, those Christians came Jesus came and ruined that happens literally all the goddamn time on this show. Doesn't that happen another time? It happened in the, uh, first season, I think. Oh, nope. I'm thinking of something else. Okay, yeah. Uh, thinking about a different property I'm that's thinking, not supernatural? No, I'm yeah. thinking about something else that's <laughs> supernatural, but it's something else that hasn't been seen yet. So, oh, okay. So from a, from a quick Google search, it apparently has a, a creamy, sweet smell. It was revered by the Druids. It's actually uh, used as a painkiller by some people, but it can also induce a coma. Sweet. Good yeah. to know. You're welcome. Oh, Ben Tegman is doing my job for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds delightful. Let's get some for the apartment. Yeah, and lure some pagan gods in. Yeah. Wait. I think I'd be safe because you notice they only took men. Also, y'all Damn don't it. have a fireplace. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the fire. I think yeah, the. I, I think the Kerrigan's just like a good in joke. I don't think the fire yeah. was a requirement. <laughs> well, the fireplace was necessary. I'm just saying y'all be fine if you get the meta sweet. That's all I'm saying. All right. No, I think Travis would be dead. And quite frankly, well, I'm fine with that for some creamy sweet smells. Well, if they're only taking men, they're taking Stephen with them too. I was about to say that too. They're not gonna take cats. I mean, they might. No. Stephen Pagan gods are notoriously slapdash about cats. Are That's they? why so many witches have them. Oh. But Stephen exudes... I made that up, too. I don't know if that's true. Stephen exudes such a masculine energy. Yeah, he's like Is the, it because he's dumb? Yeah. He's like the cat from Hocus Pocus. I think, <laughs> How I think he's a person inside. Ever accuse Stephen... Of being smart? Of being intelligent enough (laughs) (laughs) to engineer the destruction of three witches. I'm pretty sure that if Steven's sister died, he wouldn't even know. He has a sister? Yeah. I think Decky's adopted. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's a. Is Holly Devil adopted? Well, Holly's just their roommate. Yeah. Okay. Holly is Decky's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's telenovela, <laughs> a telenovela, but it's about our three cats. Yeah. It could be like the egg joke from uh, "You Suck at Cooking." Yeah. Oh uh, yes. All right. Anybody else have anything they want to say about this episode? I think I'm all done. Yeah, I, I think, think we got everything out. I have to say, I think this episode's going to be good, and. Uh, don't think it was that hard to get here, guys. So, nah. yeah. Travis, the next episode is called Malleus Maleficarum. What's it about? I think Sam and Dean are going to encounter some witches. Hmm. 
and yes. uh, specifically a coven of witches and they're all like in suburbia and they're using witch magic to like make their suburban lives better but it starts to go wrong because it turns out that using like being a witch involves praying to a demon and borrowing its power basically selling your soul to it then we also find out that ruby the demon that we know and love hates witches because she used to be one but which magic do they use book magic i have to oh. say the, the book of shadows yeah <laughs> i have to say that's a pretty good prediction travis yeah, yeah pretty specific well, we find i don't out? know if that's gonna happen <laughs> but i bet if it does we'll talk about we'll it we'll talk next about week. it next week on hey ass but Thank you so much for la- listening. Here we are at our one-year anniversary. One, year. one year. And uh, we wouldn't be able to be here without you lovely, lovely listeners and Patreon supporters. So if you want to join Patreon supporters ranks, just check us out, out at patreon.com slash cash. We get all sorts of goodies, including a lot of bonus material and a totally new show we do called Let's Shag Ass, where we watch things that the Supernatural actors have been in. Like My Bloody Valentine and Gilmore Girls. X Files. X Files and New York Minute. <laughs> All sorts of things. All the horror movies. Oh, uh, too many horror movies. Yep. Because uh, turns out Jared and Jensen are bad. Or they're really good at choosing straight to DVD. <laughs> One of those two. Um, if you would like to contact us, please do it on. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, or Facebook. On Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr, we are at Habcast. And on Facebook, you can Google or just search Hey Ass Butt. You also can search We'd fuck this for good. Yeah. <coughs> Those are just some delicious brownies, and there was nothing that we need to worry about. Nothing illegal. They were pot brownies. They were not <laughs> pot brownies. They were just a really good brownie.